You are listening to The Limitless Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Heron. What if you had no limitations keeping you from your dream life? In 2016, I had a major tug on my heart to write a book about my story. And in the process, I learned that I had been operating with a very faulty belief system for the majority of my life. I've had a huge transformation since then. And my life's passion and mission is to teach you how to live a limitless life. Join me on this journey. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Podcast. This is Deanna Heron, your host. I'm excited to be with you today on this Tuesday. We just completed the Women Warrior Series and I'm so honored and grateful and excited to be with you for a solo series. It's good for me to be back solo and just be with you. So as always, I just want to thank you for being a part of this amazing community that has been created by like-minded women who are ready to level up, who are ready to stand in their truth and really walk on this earth in the greatest expression of yourself. I want to remind you that my mission and passion is always to help women stand in their truth because a woman standing in her truth truly becomes limitless in her impact. So welcome, welcome. Today's topic is really interesting. So one of my, uh, one of our listeners reached out to me with a question and the question was, Tiana, how do I know if I'm standing in my truth or if I'm not standing in my truth? Can you do a deeper dive into what that looks like. And I have to tell you, this has been a journey and a process for me. So this was an amazing question for me to answer because it really made me take a deep dive into how did I learn the process of standing in my truth. And before we go into this, I really want you to know that it is a process. It is not something that will happen overnight. It's a series of little things of learning who you are, why you are here, healing some wounds, and being able to fully know your yeses and your noes. So I'm going to walk you through this process probably over the next few podcasts, because as I did that deep dive into it, I had to break it down into small steps that were bite-sized pieces that you could really take home with you and work on for yourself. So standing in your truth, what does that truly mean? And I want to really answer that question a little bit on today's podcast. What does it mean to stand in your truth? How do you know if you're standing in your truth or if you're abandoning who you are and start giving you the steps the steps for you to really be standing in your truth. But before we get started, I want you to promise me that you will give yourself some grace here. We all, not there's not one person that really hasn't been programmed since we were very young to believe a certain way, to act a certain way, to do things a certain way, to excel, to succeed, we get more attention, and accolades when we have good grades. So we learn to seek approval, right? And through the process, sometimes we lose our own voice. Sometimes we lose 
our needs. We lose our passions and we lose our purpose. I want you to know right now that every single one of you listening, you have a purpose. There's a plan for your life. You have a very unique expression of how you live in this world. And that is something that is only true to you. Nobody has the way that you express loving and serving others. Nobody has your unique way to express your gifts and passions. Let's dive in. Cam McIntyre, thank you for this question. I appreciate this question because it has really helped me do that deep dive on what is the process of standing in your truest self. So Cam and I had a conversation and the conversation was, was really good about how perhaps she was abandoning herself in, cert, in certain ways. And she is a six-figure earner and has two small children and a husband that, that's very, very busy in his life right now. And so trying to find, okay, who am I in this role of wife, mom, and uh, wanting to be successful? So we did some deep dives into some things. And through our conversation, this podcast came about. So I'm going to give you the bare bone basics on how you can start discovering your truth and how you can ask yourself some questions. Am I living my truth right now or am I abandoning myself? So let's get started. The truth is, I want you to know, most of us are guided through life by societal norms, societal norms of Expect certain expectations that we are seen and we are important when we do things based on societal norms. We are seen and we are important when we do, when we make good grades, when we make the cheer squad, when we run the tackle uh, all the way to, uh, not the tackle, run the ball all the way to the goal line, right? Whatever that is, we learn that we get more accolades when we do certain things. So we're trained this way. We're trained that other people's opinions matter. We're trained that our parents guide us and show us the way in which we should go. And I know for sure we did that with our kids. Like we felt like we had their best interest in, you know, in this life. And that may not, probably not, was not their truth. And we did the best that we could. You're going to do the best that you could. But now we can move uh, forward with our children in a different direction and have them stand in their truth. We are guided through uh, our friendships. We're guided through our teachers. That is how we operate in this world. And we learn that other people's opinions matter. We have to seek advice from other people instead of going within and knowing our truth. My journey has been been a journey for, you know, five, five years, actually. It's been a lifetime journey, but really doing that deep dive into who am I? And what is it that I want? Why am I here? And am I operating from a really from a, from abundance? Or am I operating in my life from a, a space of scarcity, scarcity? And all of that came about truly when I started writing the book process. And the book process, 
if you've been with me for a while, you understand that the book is amazing. The book was published. It was a bestseller on Amazon. All of that was amazing. But I'm going to tell you that really the book process was the beginning of my healing. And here's the reason why I had so much pushback when it came to, to the book that it almost, I almost allowed that to paralyze me. And here's what I want you to know that kept me from being paralyzed. I knew in my whole heart, in my whole being, that I was called to write that book. How did I know? There are a few times when I have heard God's voice audibly, like loud. And I think the reason why it's so loud is it's like, Dana, listen, listen to me. Because I always have so much noise. We have so much noise going on in our head. What do I need to do today? What do I need to fix for dinner? I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. Am I going to reach my goals? Am I not going to reach my... All of that stuff that is in our head constantly takes over. But this particular time was one time probably out of 10 when that voice was so super loud, so super loud. And the voice said, Deanna, you need to write a book about your story. And it was so loud that I actually couldn't deny that I was supposed to do that. The pushback that I received for writing that book was incredible. <laughs> it was absolutely incredible. And I really believe that once you are starting to level up in your life, when you're doing something that is a purpose in your life, you will receive some pushback. So you have one of two options. You can push forward to that calling or you can step away and allow the opinions of other people to keep you from your impact and your influence. I want you to think about that. At that very moment, I made the decision, I'm going to stand in my truth. I have to follow through with this calling because I knew it was a calling on my life from God. It wasn't a desire in my heart, clearly, because I was so fearful to do it. It was not something that I made up that I wanted to do that so that I could make a million dollars. That was never the reason why I started the book process. It wasn't to make money. It was actually to follow the voice within. And during that process, I had to uncover a lot of my insecurities. I had to uncover a lot of my limiting beliefs, right? Unbecome. That was the journey of the book, unbecoming those things that did not serve me and realizing that all of my life, I was searching for significance through people's opinions. I was searching for significance through my achievements. And once I achieved one thing, then I had to go on to the next because that achievement did not fulfill me. So I had to go on to the next and the next and the next. Seeking my worth and validation through anything in the outside world. Seeking my worth through my children. Seeking my worth through my husband. Seeking my worth through my appearance. There are so many different ways that we can abandon who we really are for outside world. Seeking that approval and that validation. So societal norms, that is a part of what we are taught, seeking through outside sources. So what does it really mean to stand in your truth? It's honoring your needs 
What is it that you need? Do you need to fulfill a purpose that is on your heart, but you are, are allowing time constraints, if you, you are allowing people's opinions, if you are allowing, you are not knowing the whole journey to keep you from fulfilling that purpose, it's really standing in what you need. If there is a dream on your heart, if God's put a dream on your heart, there's going to be a way. You don't have to figure it out. What are your needs when it comes to relationships? What is it that you need in a marriage? Do you need fun? Do you need adventure? Do you need passion? Do you need purpose? What is it that you need? Really identifying what you need. What do you need to express yourself as a mother? What is your role as a mother? What is your definition of a mother? It's honoring your voice. It's being able to speak up when you feel something instead of stuffing it down and letting it come out later as just an absolute explosion. It's being able to express your voice, whether or not people are going to agree with you or whether they're not going to agree with you. Honoring your voice, speaking your truth. It's being able to speak up for yourself, stand up for you, because nobody else is going to stand up for you like you will stand up for you. If you're in a situation where a, a friendship is not encouraging, if you walk away from a relationship and you feel like, oh, I feel, I don't feel good. I feel like I've been criticized. It's standing up for you. It's speaking up for yourself and understanding that may be a relationship that doesn't serve you and you need to distance yourself speaking up for yourself. It's honoring your time. It's honoring your time and the ability to say no when you really don't have space to put it in on your calendar. But feeling that obligation that you need to say yes. Are you someone who has a hard time saying no? Honoring your time. Honoring yourself by taking care of you, your mind, body, and spirit. As a young mom, that was something that I didn't do. I didn't honor me. I didn't understand that nothing really functions well if I'm not well. I'm not a great mother if I'm not taking care of me. I'm not a great wife if I'm not taking care of me. I am not able to live out my passion and my purpose by impacting others if I don't take care of me first. Mind, body, spirit. Here's the biggest one. The biggest one in standing in your truth and knowing your truth is knowing your, your God-given talents and the power you bring to the world when you utilize them, your God-given talents. I want to go into this just a little bit because um, there's, there's a little bit of a, a misunderstanding and a misconception of what your God-given talents are. This is who you are. This is who you are. It's not a title. It's not the title of mom. It's not the title of president. It's not the title of CEO. It's not the title of wife. It's not the title of athlete. It's who you are. It's your very essence of why you are here on this earth. We are here on this earth to love and serve. If you want to know your purpose... I've talked about this before. If you want to know your purpose, it's to love and serve. The way in which you choose to do it 
is up to you, but it's loving and serving, loving and serving others in your own unique way. What are the gifts and talents that you bring to the table? I know women who absolutely brings them so much joy to love and serve by cooking for their family. They love that. They enjoy it. That brings them so much joy and they're great cooks. So that's the way that they express love to their family. I know women who are amazing communicators, amazing speakers, and can really get a message across from stage. And then I know women who love and serve by breathing life into people one-on-one, who really can speak life into other people, who can see the greatness in other people, who are great listeners. What are your unique gifts and talents? What is it that brings you joy? What is it that you hear very, very often? Man, you, you are really great at this. They're character traits. They're characteristics. It's not a title. So I really want you to narrow down what are your unique gifts and talents. Your unique gifts and talents. For me, I know that one of my gifts and talents is I'm a great listener. And I listen intently and I look into your eyes and I let you know you are the most important conversation in this world right now. And I learned that by by being on the other side of that when I'm having a conversation with someone and they are looking everywhere but my eyes, but my eyes. I learned to communicate effectively and listen effectively by being on the other side of that when I didn't feel like I was being listened to. That is one of my greatest gifts and strengths. It's something that I used when I was in medicine and I use it today in my businesses. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a God-given gift that I have. I love to see the greatness in others. I can have a conversation with you and I can pull out, this is, this is your greatness. This is what you need to be doing in life. This is how you need to share your gifts and talents. That is a gift that I have been given. It's nothing that I'm bragging about. It's in my truth. And living in my truth, that's how I serve the world. What are your unique gifts and talents? What brings you joy? What absolutely lights you up when you do it? I am completely lit up when I'm in a room full of women and I'm able to touch you and see you and hug you and really breathe life into you. That brings me so much joy. So what is, what is it? How do you know if you're standing in your truth or you are abandoning who you are? This is such a loaded question. <laughs> it really is. It's a loaded question because there's so many aspects of it. But let's, let's, let's address some of it. So you, um, you know that you're standing in your truth. When you're not giving your power away to anybody, to anything, and to any circumstance in the outside world. I have given my power away a lot in my life. I have given my power away in relationships that did not serve me, but I felt obligated to continue to be in that relationship, either it was a, a coworker, a boss, 
even a family member. I've had family members that I would continue on that relationship because I felt obligated to put myself in that position because of their position in my life. Not giving your power away. There was a time when I realized, you know what, I don't, this relationship really doesn't serve me. I see this person in the highest good, in their highest um, divine creative being that they are. I choose to see them in that way. Right now, this is not a, a healthy relationship for me, and I needed to distance myself. Love from a distance, but not allow anyone to impact you and not lift you up in some way. If you don't walk away from a relationship feeling so joyful, you may want to second guess if you've given your power away to that relationship. So not giving your power away to anybody, to anything. What have I given my power away to? For many years, I practiced medicine and loved it. I absolutely loved it. There came a point where I realized, man, all I do all day is I look at your symptoms and I give you a medication for your symptoms. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with going to a physician. There's nothing wrong with medications. That's not what I'm saying. In the field that I was in, there came a point where I, in my truth was, I believe there's more than just medication. I believe there's healing in mind, body, spirit. And living in that world was no longer my truth. And how did I know? Man, I was frustrated. I was unmotivated. I didn't want to go to work. I was not happy. I left at the end of the day, not wanting to go back. But I felt like I needed to because I was making great money. I gave my power away to money. I gave my power away to the income. And I did that for a little while until I realized, hey, I have a choice here. I have a choice and I can choose to do something different. And I did. I chose to do something different and walked in a different direction. You have that choice too. That's what I want you to know. Owning your power and standing in your truth is realizing you have a choice. And that choice is up to you. You get to choose whether you stay in a circumstance that is unhealthy for you. You get to choose whether you stay in a relationship that is not uplifting your greater good. You get to choose if there's a circumstance, a situation in your life that is unhealthy for you. Standing in your truth is not being the effect of someone's words. Woo, that's a hard one. I'm going to be really honest. Not being the effect of someone's words. We all so desperately want people to like us. And I am not here to tell you that I'm perfect in that at all times. But I do want to tell you that probably 85% of the time, people's words do not upset me anymore. They don't. Why? Because I know my truth. And I know that we are called to love and serve. And so if someone says something negatively about me, it actually says more about the person than it does about me. And that was a separation that I needed to make. Now, there are some times when maybe someone says something and I have to go, hmm, is this maybe something that I need to look at in my own being? Is it something that I really need to do a deep dive in? 
And if the truth is, no, it really isn't, that that is just not my truth. I can walk away from that situation. So standing in your true truth is not being the effect of someone's words. Standing in your truth is knowing that most of you, I know most of you on this, um, this podcast are entrepreneurs. If someone doesn't join your business, standing in your truth is not allowing that doubt to creep into your mind to where you want to quit on your dream because of someone else's opinion and someone not wanting to join your business. When someone doesn't want to join your business or someone has a differing opinion than you, that doesn't mean you stop your dream. Same with my book. Someone had, many people had a differing opinion about if I should write a book, if it was allowed for me to write a book. And those opinions, however strong they were on on their end, it was not my truth. And so I needed to completely stand in my truth. I didn't give up on the, the dream and the words that God put on my heart. Standing in your truth is not giving in to worry, fear, or doubt. I can tell you this, and I'll do a deeper dive on the next podcast. You have an emotional navigation system. At any given moment, you can know, am I standing in my truth right now? Am I standing in my truth right now? And what is that? That is your emotions. If you're feeling worry, fear, and doubt, where have you given your power away? If you're feeling joyful, if you're feeling content, if you're feeling love, you know, hmm, I'm standing in my power right now. I'm standing in my power. I'm living my truth and I know who I am. That emotional navigation system at any given time, you can ask yourself, where are my emotions today? Am I in fear-based mode? Am I doubting? Am I worrying? Or am I experiencing joy and happiness? You can make the choice. Hey, Today, I'm going to be happy. How am I going to be happy? I'm going to listen to some uplifting music. I'm going to choose to smile to everybody around me. And that is going to make me feel happy. We'll go into that in the next podcast. Standing in your truth is the belief that the way that you look, the amount of money in your bank and the title that you hold is not where your value is. That's not what your value is. Your value is within. Standing in your truth is not looking to the world to define your beliefs, your value, and your security. Okay? It's all about the outside world, you guys. It's about really being able to stand in the truth of who you are and what your very spirit tells you on a regular basis. It's, it is the coolest thing. I'm just going to say It's the coolest thing to be able to walk on this world and go, "Hmm, I'm only listening to one voice, one voice. And it's the voice inside that lifts me up. And the voice that has my purpose, my creator, my spirit, whatever you want to call that voice. But the voice is uplifting. It's not the voice of doubt. Standing in your truth is being able to remove the masks that we've, that we've hidden behind and showing our truest authentic self and just going, you know what? I may not be the one for you. I may not, you may not want to be a part of my tribe. I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's standing in your truth. Standing in your truth is the belief that you can be yourself and just not worry about anybody liking you, right? It's kind of the same thing. It's not abandoning who you are for anyone, anyone, anything, 
of this world. You give your power away when you become the effect of someone else's moods, emotions, or actions. I had to actually write that one for myself, to be really honest, um, because how often are we affected by someone else's mood? Oh my gosh, eh, it's kind of a downer right now. I ha can't be as happy as I'm feeling, right? Um, but it's really standing in your truth is like, you know what? They're, they're a downer right now. They're worried. They're fearful. I need to walk. I need to be who I am and I need to stand in my truth. But not giving your power away to someone else's emotions is difficult sometimes, right? I have given my emotions away to my kids. It's been a transition trying to transition as a, a mom of adult kids. Where do I fit? What do I do? How do I serve? Uh, it, it's been a, a transition. So that piece of, of me in this new transition of life, sometimes I allow, um, you know, what they're doing, their emotions, maybe they don't want to talk on the phone, whatever, to affect my being and not standing in my, my power. So I'm learning from that. And you will continue to learn as you evolve and grow in your circumstances of life. You'll have that mommy stage, the toddler stage, a business owner stage, um, maybe a married stage, maybe a divorce stage, whatever that is, you're learning how to become authentically you in those circumstances. I want you to know it's it's a process and it is not perfect. Like I said, this is not perfect for me. I have to call myself out and redirect on a constant basis. It's learning. It's healing. It's about healing yourself. The last five years for me have been an amazing healing journey. Going in and really looking at some things that I needed to heal. It's the beginning of really loving and understanding who you are. Standing in your truth is really why you're here on earth. And it continues for the rest of your life. It's a journey for the rest of your life. So most of us are not caught or we're not taught how to connect within right? We're, we're not taught how to connect within and listen to that voice and do the things that truly light up your soul, completely light you up. We are taught to look at other people for guidance and acceptance. What if you could really connect to what lights up your soul? What lights up your soul? I want you to know, my friend, that's why you're here on earth. And it is my mission and passion to help you find her, <laughs> to find her. I know that God has put me on this journey of healing so that I can help you walk through your journey and find her and stand in her truth. This is a process of trusting yourself. It's intuitive. It's the voice that you hear that guides you. It's being confident in your own unique design purpose and gifts. It's being open to guidance to better yourself, but trusting what's right for you. Mm. Let me read that one again. It's being open to guidance to better yourself, but trusting what's right for you. Over the last five years, I have hired many coaches to walk me through the process. Many coaches. And I will always have a coach because I will always be leveling up. I'm always looking for that next person that's a little bit higher than me, who has grown 
more than me and I, I want what they have. So I want to learn how to really evolve. And that evolution happens when you have something who is a few steps ahead of you or many steps ahead of you who calls you out of your comfort zone. I will always have that person in my life. But I have had that person in my life and I have had to learn, okay, this worked for them. This is not my truth. And knowing when I get that little anxiety feeling in my belly, when someone says, no, you need to do it this way. This is the way you do it. And I go, mm, no, that's, that's not my truth. Coming to understand that my truth comes from it within, whether I'm being guided, whether I've paid for a coach that has offered me so much greatness and so much wisdom, there are certain things that may not be true for me. Okay? And I want you to understand that. Understand that your guidance is better. It's having the ability to shut down the outside world in unsolicited opinions, right? There are so many people who want to give us opinions about the way that we uh, should do things, the, the mother that we should be, the wife that we should be. Stand in your truth of what that means to you, and maybe you need to define those relationships in your life. It's not comparing yourself to someone else because you instinctively know you are amazing as well. You are. You are amazing as well. Why? How do I know that? Because you're on this podcast. Because you're living life every single day and you want more for your life. You know you're amazing deep down in. You just need to find her. Find her. It's understanding you have a unique purpose and calling to love and serve others in your own way. You do. God doesn't skip anyone. You have a unique purpose and calling. It's, it's, it's being afraid to tap into those darkest parts of yourself. It's knowing, man, there's some stuff inside, and I know it can be kind of dark, those wounds that I have that need to be healed, those belief systems that aren't serving me, those are kind of dark. It's being afraid to deal with those within you, to tap into those dark parts, being afraid, but doing the inner work to heal anyway, doing the, the work of healing. You guys, this is a time to, to heal. If you look at social media and everything that's around, you hear more about what is trauma? What is healing? What is, what are wounds? What is limiting beliefs? This is the time. This is the generation where people like, okay, let's get real with ourselves and heal not only my trauma, but heal generations of trauma generations. When you heal your trauma, you are actually healing trauma that's been on DNA that Harvard has done a study that shows there's actually 14 generations on one of your DNA. So do you think the trauma that those people have experienced have been tracked down all the way to you? Absolutely. And do you think that when you work through your trauma, you're actually going to be impacting your children and your children's children in a positive way? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, it's being afraid of it. It is scary. It's hard to do your inner work. But on the other side of it, there is so much beauty, so much beauty. It's becoming aware of beliefs you've told yourself that you're not worthy and you're not enough. But knowing that your truth is 
from your creator. And your creator created you divine in his image. So why would you not be enough? Why would you not be worthy? Why are you telling those stories? Time to do some inner work. It is surrendering to the identities of society. The identities of what a mom should look like, what a, what a husband should look like, what a business owner should look like, how much you should work that makes you feel like you've done enough. Okay, it's this, the standards that and identities that society has placed on us. It's the titles that once defined you. Surrendering to all of that is standing in your highest truth. What is it all about? It's actually about a spiritual journey. It's about coming back to who you really are and not what you have allowed society, yourself, your parents, your friends, your family, circumstances, opinions to define you. It's about coming back to who you really are. And it's a spiritual journey. My friend, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about spirit in you, who you're created to be. And like I said before, it is a process. It's not perfect. It's learning. It's healing. It's the beginning of really loving and understanding who you are and why you're here on this earth. Let's begin this process, shall we? Who are you? Who are you? I want you to start out this week and ask yourself, who am I? What are my unique gifts? What are things that I do that really brings me so much joy? How do I like to show love? And how do I enjoy serving people? What do you hear people telling you that you are good at? Now, we don't want people's opinions on a consistent basis, but I will say there are people that are put in our life to show us our greatness. And there may be people that call you up on a consistent basis. Girl, you are so good at this. You are great. This is why you're here on earth. I've heard people say things like that before. What do people tell you that you're good at? This is not what you do. It's not a title. It's who you are to the core. Who you are to the core. You have a unique expression. You have your own gifts and talents. They were placed in you. They are things that light you up, bring you joy, and help you serve others. Let's find her. Let's find that woman that is so incredibly strong and standing in who she is that the outside world cannot even move her a tiny inch. So I want you to think of when you know who you are, when you, when you really grow spiritually, it's like you're having, it's like the tree has roots. I know who I am. And the stronger you are and the more you stand in your truth, those roots go deeper and deeper and deeper. And as those roots go deeper, the tree doesn't waver back and forth as much as it once did when a storm comes. That's the power of knowing your truth. And start by asking yourself, who am I? 
What are my gifts? What brings me joy? What lights me up? I want you to know that I adore you. I adore you for being willing to do the work that it takes to fulfill your dream, to fulfill your passion, to become that greatest version of yourself. Because it is work. I adore you. You're doing great. Keep going. I believe in you. If I can do it, I know you can too. And I can't wait to see her, the real her, who doesn't abandon herself and stands in her truth and is blessing this world so much by her gifts and talents. God bless you. Have an amazing week. And I look forward to being with you next week. I'm honored to have you as part of the Limitless community. If this podcast has added value to you, I'm going to ask you to do two things for me. Number one, share it with your family and friends. And number two, go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Deanna Heron. I always love hearing from you. If you would love more about what's happening in the Deanna Heron world, you can go to DeannaHeron.net, subscribe to my email list, or even be a part of my private Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you.